do this. Throw the demons inside you. Mm. Oh. Oh. Let him go. Oh, it's too late. Oh, I'm dying. No way! I can't believe this! Oh no, man, come on. Oh no. Don't die on me. God damn it. Don't die. Fuzzy. Somebody did this. Hello, George. It's your good friend, Gilbert Godfrey. I recently heard your podcast talking about me with my good friend, Frankie Eldelore Payne. Now, I didn't know you were looking to talk to me when you guys went on the podcast. If you would have told me that you wanted to talk, I could have easily spent five minutes on the phone with you guys. That being said, the next time you have a podcast without me, I am going to raise fucking hell. Trust me. If you don't want to take my word, ask my lawyer. Have a good day. No lies here, or as the kids say today, no cap. Whatever. But uh, we're back to something spectacular. Hosted by me, who this, and of course you know the voice... As you've heard on many past episodes, always welcome back to come as much as he wants. Pause to this episode, the next one, and whatever one he wants to. Open door invite to him. The meat flaps are flapping, crazy in the wind. Gone with the wind with it. It's AO Productions, of course. AO Productions 1 and IG. Say hello to them again. Formerly decided. <laughs> What's up, guys? Fresh off a marathon, I heard this morning as we record. Oh, oh, almost, almost a half. No, we, we, uh, sorry, not a full marathon. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, we you knocked, did how many miles? We knocked out almost 11 miles today in the morning, and I had like four yesterday. So, and how long did it take you to do the 10 miles or, or almost 11, as you said? Almost 11, uh, like one, almost an hour, 40 minutes. Now, should I be impressed? Uh, 45 by uh, that? It not, it depends. It depends. You've if, done better if you. Oh, my fastest was 145 to do 13 miles. So that's pretty good. That sounds pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. When you compare when you comparing an elite marathoner doing a half in like an hour though, mm. it's like, oh shit. So I'm 45 minutes behind. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can get it down to like 120, that's fucking fast. But I mean, the ones you do, um, if you don't mind me asking, I think these ones are like more work related, right? Work. Yeah, yeah. So these are group <clears throat> these are group runs that we have with my uh store for people to try out new shoes, demo shoes, um, find out what's coming out in the works uh throughout the year and um for a chance to people to win shoes for free. Okay, so it's a raffle to win. It's not like uh, coming first you win the shoes. No, it's not a race like that. No, no. Ah, okay. So it's so it's more to actually get people in shape for a specific race or a specific goal. So a lot of people right now are getting ready for the New York City half marathon, which is in March. I mean, it's a good stepping stone for people to <laughs> challenge themselves to do a half. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes from Brooklyn into Ma- into Manhattan. 
it passes through Times Square, 7th Avenue, and then it ends at Central Park. It's one of the only races that you can do that. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Hmm. All you right. get pictures of like yourself in the middle of Times Square with no other like crowds of tourists and shit. Hmm. Like in the street. That sounds nice and convenient. Yeah, it's pretty dope. To do so. It looks like this year is going to be uh, pretty packed with races. Well, not pretty packed. I'm going to have four marathons total for this year. And that's leading into the 2020 <clears throat> NYC? Or? Yeah, it ends. It, it ends up, it, I'm going to cap it off at NYC. Well, one of my friends actually, shout out to Joshua, um, or Yoshi as he likes to be called. Yoshi. Uh, <laughs> um, he's... Um, he has big goals with running, and he's trying to convince me to do a 60K after, like, two weeks after New York. But this is literally coming off of uh, back-to-back marathons, three marathons straight. And he wants me to go and do a 60K, which is unheard of. And all it, all that is is basically, like, 12 loops around Central Park. Or oh, the full park. Yeah, like, oh, the well. long, like, the long... Ah. Um, yeah. So once you, you know, you're talking about doing basically like 37 miles around Central Park, just over. You're just doing loops <laughs> over and over until you hit 37 miles. Oh, that's the 60K? Yeah. Oh, and that's. The number breaks down to 37.282. Mm, I mean, I think after the first, for me at least, after the first loop, I'd be kind of bored. Exactly. That, you, you have to do it nowhere, fucking 11 more times. It's like an NASCAR. Yeah. Oh, look, he's coming around Harlem. He'll be back in like 15 minutes. He's coming around Harlem again. This shit is whack. That's that's one thing. I like. I told him like, if you even remotely convince me to do this thing, I'm probably never gonna want to run Central Park again after that. And that's not the point. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're training in those parks all the time, and to just you know tell someone, hey, give me 50 bucks. You're going to do it 12 times and I'm going to give you a medal. And then you can tell everyone like how many loops you did because you're an idiot. It's like people actually want to challenge themselves that way and they don't mind it. But I mean, that'd be fine. Like if you're running on a daily for the sake of health, that makes sense. Maybe one or two loops. Yeah. But like 16 consecutive loops. Yeah. Like it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, and it makes sense because the park is longer than Prospect Park. So you... You you'll cover a lot of miles quickly, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like, bruh, like if I'm gonna fucking do 37 miles, I want to see some other shit. I don't want to be fucking just running in circles the whole day for like 12 hours. Sorry, I was just looking really quickly at Twitter. Um, Ice T, I love following Ice T on Twitter <laughs> because he just responds to every troll possible. <laughs> and but this one was just so like subtle, like please eat a dick. And have a nice day. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy on Law and Order right yeah. now. This is wild. He's probably like, yeah, you man, know, you did it. You don't really act like a cop on the show. He's like, yeah, please eat a dick. <laughs> have a great day. He Damn. did capitalize please, so he's like being polite about it. Please eat a dick. Please eat a dick. <laughs> please. For, for, my, for my sake and yours. For God's sakes, eat a dick. <laughs> and he doesn't get kicked off the show. <laughs> They're like, oh, we love it. That's what cop. That's what a cop would say. <laughs> well, please eat a dick, pal. Please eat a dick, pal. Have a nice day. And then they keep going. He's like, you want me to arrest you? No. All right. Then the fuck out of here. Move the fuck on. The fuck out. Fucko. 
Come on, Johnny, get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, oh, well, you would know, I guess, having been through Central Park and or around it. I haven't been there in a while. It smells like horse shit. Well, that's a given. I mean, <laughs> that's why I skip that and go straight to the Apple store on Fifth Avenue right across from it. Yeah. No, well, that's where the, most of the horses are. So. Well, exactly. I smell that and I run right. If I you, make the beeline run to the Apple store. Once you get past like 60 or 70th Street, you're good. Yeah, but still. I don't. How did you feel about those horses being there, period? Do you it's think they should? It's fucking abuse. Yeah, I, I don't like it for the sake point. of the, the shit smell. Well, the fact that they don't, one, they don't have any designated areas to shit, it sucks because yeah, yeah. if you accidentally step in, there's like, they're all over the road. They're on the side, they're on the side road where like pregnant moms and like baby carriages have to come through. Mm. So they're just rolling over horse shit. Then you got like runners trying to plan out a route that's not so like specific and like, um, like I guess like what you would expect in the normal. And then they're stepping in horse shit. Then you got like the people doing tours on their bike. They're rolling over horse shit. So it's like, it makes sense why it's always active. It's like people are always stepping in it and they are. And you know, like, who the fuck Travels. wants a horse carriage tour in the middle of January on like a cold ass day? Like that's abuse for anybody. Just fucking like go to the Spider Man Bridge in Central Park and like just be normal. Don't fucking <laughs> put the horse through this too. Like they could be off fucking in upstate New York eating in like, a stable. grass and hay in a Chilling. stable. Chilling. Yeah, man. So do I. How <laughs> the horses do it? Did you just try to? Do, <laughs> you can do it again. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I sound like a horse that was like high off tranquilizer. <laughs> he just got shot in the Fresh ass. Fresh on me. <laughs> that feels good. <laughs> but you know, it's sad to think now. I mean, the horses is bad enough there. I didn't know they didn't have like a designated spot to like relax or like take a break or something, whatever. They, I, I accidentally came across. Um, I forgot where. Um, if I could remember clearly, okay, when I was going to pick up my stuff for the NYC marathon last year, mm-hmm. um, I was trying to find a spot to park because uh, I'm like a dumbass. I drove over there, <sighs> but um, I was driving down 11th Street and I saw these like big trucks like parked next to like the the you ever seen like the New York tow truck like the police tow trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were like four or five big ass trucks like parked in front of like two of those Mm -hmm. and the block said like no standing anytime all the way down and there were all these carts and then i drove down the street thinking like oh at some point it's gonna allow me to park there right but then to the side off to the building it smells like horse shit i'm like what's this like Mm -hmm. why does it smell like horse shit that's actually they have them all in these like big buildings like just like in these like abandoned lots Really? Yeah. So like they transport some of the horses in these trucks towards the park. So like, I mean, that looks like it makes sense. Like they'll drive (laughs) them down to the park. They'll do the rides, put them back on the truck and then bring them to this this building. I don't know if they leave them there, but like the trucks, I I remember seeing like the trucks, like it was filled with hay Mm -hmm. and it had enough space for like two horses. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, it's weird. It's a whole like system I never even thought about. Oh, so it's not terrible then, I guess. But no, it's how still often bad. do they get that? It's still bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's still bad. I mean, like at, at the end of the day, yeah, you're transporting an, an active living animal that like, like it builds its strength on movement and eating healthy and all that shit. Then True. you have it like 
parked on the side of the street with a bucket on its ass <laughs> and like shaders <laughs> so it doesn't freak out by people and then they're eating like whatever shit they give them probably like some old gmo carrots and shit <laughs> and then they wait for some fat ass to come on come along all right let's go to the park and then he has to hold the weight of like three people like two annoying ass kids and then just like <laughs> trot around the park yeah it's no way to live but you know what else is sad to think is you know stepping in the shit it's all <laughs> surrounding the horses you start to think well wait a second you know uh no offense jamar in brooklyn He'll never leave Brooklyn his whole life, whatever. But meanwhile, some French tourist stepped in shit in the middle of Central Park. And that piece of shit just went from that boot right there in the middle of Manhattan all the way back to France and traveled farther than Jamar ever will. <laughs> we limit ourselves this way. Dude, wait. Grown-ass men don't I'm even sorry. got passports to leave the country, and they're like, you know, so, mad. So you're saying it's sad that Jamar has traveled less than some particles of horse shit on a yes, tourist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> some particles of shit have seen parts of the world that we'll never get exposed to. Oh, man, Jamar. You limit yourself like that. Jamar, Jamar, at least take the train to the city. Or Tyrone. Jamar sounds too harsh. Tyrone. Uh, wait, oh, you're hiding. I never met a friendly Tyrone. You're hiding his name. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. no, I don't know Jamar. I never met a Jamar. <laughs> what? No, I'm saying you were talking about hypothetically. Person. No, no, hypothetically, you know, as we use generic names. Okay, okay. But I think Tyrone makes more sense because I, I, again, I never met a friendly Tyrone. Oh, that's not true. I grew up. I, I never. I grew up knowing a, uh, a kid named Tyrone. He was. I I will say he was a bit intrusive when it came to my toys. <laughs> like growing up, like he would, like his, you know, his mom would bring him and like on a Saturday morning, and I'm like knocked the fuck out, and then I wake up and Tyrone's playing with my toys, and I'm like. <laughs> What are you doing in my room? First of all, like he's like, but the thing is, he was nice enough to say good morning. You know, when you woke up, when I woke up, he's like, good morning, and I'm like, oh, hey, Tyrone. <laughs> and then I walk out, and like, I was not prepped already to socialize with people, and yeah, <laughs> his mom's there, and they're like, she's like, oh, hey, he's talking to my mom and shit. <laughs> Fucking Tyrone, at least tell me Tyrone's in the room, bro. Like, come on. You know, that's the whole thing with Jeff um, Hefe from Mighty Healthy. He was a fan of Hulk Hogan growing up. We're the same age, him and me. So right. he had his Hulk Hogan lunchbox. He took to school. He was really proud of. He had a lunchbox. And I think he went vegan only because his mom, who's Haitian, took his lunchbox and sent it over to his less fortunate cousin in Haiti <laughs> and had nothing to transport his lunch meat in, you know. So that's why now I think he all of a sudden became vegan, gave up on the meat just because it causes him sorrow. Wow, that's a, that's a very, that's an astute. I like saying that word now. That's an astute observation, Jorge. Yeah. So I mean, it so makes sense. It traumatically affects him that yeah. he has meat because he doesn't. Oh, and on top of that, his solo joint is it's a man thing. So you know he's obsessed with meat or or the lack of you know since a youth. How long has he been a vegan? Uh, I think years, like three or something. Maybe. Okay, so it's just fresh. So he must have had some event where he was But he finally got over it now at this point in his age that he's like, okay, now I can fully swear off meat just because I never had real meat in my life like that. Wow. It never really filled me up like that. Pause the meat. <laughs> I just think it's funny you got these restaurants now that are like, well, now uh, McDonald's featuring the McChicken. 100% chicken. 
after like now. 20 years. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, oh, the chicken nuggets are actually 100% chicken now. It's like, the no, fuck? they don't dare say 100%. Well, or I think they do. They You're had right. one sandwich. They had like two sandwiches that they came out and they said it's now made with 100%. I think you're right, but I think right before that they were doing, or right after it, because they took out the 100%, like they were doing the all white meat or all yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. So. It was weird. I would I would think that would have been like, Taco oh. Bell's doing it no time soon. <laughs> <laughs> that pink goo. That pink goo. You only know if you know. If you know, you know. That goo is real. That should taste like ground beef. That should taste like carnitas. <laughs> Grounded something. I wonder if their guac is fake. I don't think I had their guac, unless it was like on the chips or something. Or... They put guac in one of their, one of their wraps, or something. Oh, the I think the Supreme wrap or something. Like yeah. The, I had my favorite thing that I get every Friday at some point back when it was the. It was the 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 oh it's it looks like a flying saucer, uh, hexagonal and it's like stuffed with cheese and meat and I think guac. Yeah, it's like a nine way quesadilla or some shit like that. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Like a really thick quesadilla. I feel like Taco Bell is only suitable when you're high. Only. Yeah, them. You, you and, can't just wake up, go for a run, and be like, <laughs> Taco Bell. That shit don't make sense to me. They got all the weird color sodas. They got like peppermint yeah. colored Mountain Dew and shit. <laughs> Why is it this color? Mountain Dew's supposed to be like laser green. Yeah. Like Hulk green. <laughs> then they got like Dorito, like Dorito red sponsored fucking pepsi like it's no it's, the, the real tacos are pretty good though actually no no i'm not saying they're not they know yeah but i, I know you the color it's just, you mean. it's just it's just so like off the cuff of like super bowl american food <laughs> you know it's fake mexican but they americans they go america so hard yeah that it's like it's disgusting my if phone's anything, about to blow up my my, my girl's gonna be like <laughs> stop fucking talking shit about <laughs> Does she like Taco Bell? She loves Taco Bell. Well, not loves it, but like when, That's a go-to. when the crave is real, <laughs> it's like a mission. It's a mission. They also have cantinas now. Um, cantinas are locations that serve alcohol. Really? A Taco Bell? Yeah. So oh. ones that say cantina, they'll serve you. Like, I don't know if it's like beer. It's probably most, most likely like beers. It's not like hard liquor. So then why would some people ever leave then once they hit the cantina? The, exactly. No, that's the point. Well, yeah. well, unless you think of it as like a pregame spot, right? You get a beer, you have it there, you go have your fun, do your dance, <laughs> wear your fresh shit, and then complain about someone stepping on it. Then you come back to Taco Bell seven drinks later, and you order your shit, and you go, ah, one for the road, and you take a beer there. You just take home a whole box of tacos. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like White Castle calls them the, like the, the case. The, the crave oh, case. Oh, the crave case. See that that we. I can tell you shit about a crave case, dude. I think you was doing that right when you were younger. Oh I think I remember God. that from you. Yeah, dude. That was we did. We bought a we bought a box. <laughs> so the case was thirty burgers. Okay. And then there's the box, which is a hundred. <laughs> so uh, it was like it was like me and two other cousins. We split a case for for ten sliders each. And then, like, whoever didn't finish first had to, like, stuff, pause, mega pause. They had to stuff, like, a whole slider in one and, like, try to eat it. And they would, <laughs> we would record them and humiliate them. Like, this fucking asshole trying to eat a slider, struggling. But, um, no, it was real. Um, 
and also one of my jobs with the <laughs> This this is this is by the way my this is my friend who has now been a vegan for four years his last hurrah, um he decided to get like three or four employees to split on getting a hundred sliders and he had like twenty five sliders, <laughs> he's now a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to David. That um, was his goodbye to meat. Yo, he went in. I just remember that week he got like McChickens, Big Macs, fucking a twenty five sliders. Probably like ten chicken wings from the Chinese spot. Like he did everything, and he was, just, and then just cold turkey started, and he has not like cut it since. Has he been noticeable in his weight loss or change? Oh, he's like he's gorilla strong. Okay, he's gorilla because he's like tall. He's pretty tall too. He's like, uh, he's like six three. Mm. Don't 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 call me on it, but like I remember him being taller when I first <laughs> met him. He was like a slanky slanky fucking guy, and then after he started his shit like he's getting cut up quick mm. it's crazy well it's funny you bring that up now with the vegan change at least for your uh, friend dave shout out to him yeah you know, 25 strong with the white castle <laughs> burgers sliders, yeah but did he do just the cheese in the burger or if you uh, remember i mean that was a what do you mean ago. like if it was just the sliders yeah no they got they had like fries and nuggets and shit too oh okay. he, he went like i said he went in like i think i think he already had settled on um making that decision long before he decided to get that box like he said you know what december 1st do or die i'm gonna go and then like this was like you know november november 25th like november 22nd he's like a hundred sliders for everybody I'm like are you serious right now and they delivered it that was the other thing i he didn't go and get it they fucking delivered it that was another thing that fucked me up because it was in the city oh okay well yeah they do things different there yeah Wow, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I was saying though, um, about the vegan thing, it's unfortunate that people forget that there are people in the world that have a deficiency in protein mm-hmm. or in a certain you know lack of a chemical that you can only find in certain foods, i.e., meat, i.e., poultry, right? You know, some people only eat seafood or fish or shrimp or whatever the case may be. What do you so, call those people? Uh, aqua, not aqua. it has a name. No, I know, well, bro. I've, Aquaman. I, I've looked not, not Aquaman. Aquamarine. Um, I know there's so when I looked into like vegetarians, there are different categories of vegetarians. So there's aqua vegetarian, which is someone who doesn't eat anything that comes from the water, and then there's ovo vegetarian, which is just no dairy, and then there's aqua ovo, which is no seafood and no dairy, so no meat, no dairy, but they can eat anything else. So there's still animal products you can consume. Yeah. But yeah, there's diff- there's levels to this shit. It's crazy. I, you know, I learned some of this stuff coming from David too because he thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't go kill turkey. It's going to be harder. Maybe I should do, just do, start with aqua, no no seafood, and then ovo, no dairy, then aqua, what, like work his way up. <laughs> the subcategories of vegetarianism? I mean, well, because vegetarian means you're substituting a specific type of food for vegetables Hmm. so like i'm still learning i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i haven't thought about it but at the same time i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like fucking going to a different part of the world and having a steak there is not uh, like on the list (laughs) like if you go to a fucking chef's table yeah and you have a really well done medium rare filet mignon which is like the best in the world it's Mm -hmm. rated the best in the world and you take a bite of it you don't 
and your body doesn't tell you this is the most amazing thing you've ever had, then you're lying. <laughs> you're just lying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people are different. But in this case, since you're studying up on it, what do you identify as now? If you had to identify. A fucking normal human. No. <laughs> <laughs> From Brooklyn. Nah. Um, well, to be fair, um, you know, with weird experiences when I was a kid and then having uh, different um, experiences, trying different foods, like how I reacted to seafood and stuff. I don't eat seafood by choice. At all? No. Um, I mean, there are certain, like, things I get a pass. Like, if there's a good calamari from a certain place. Well, I can't that, do calamari. It doesn't taste like fish. Like, mm. there's certain things where, like, my senses are, are out the fucking window with it. Like, if it smells like fish, I don't want it. If, mm. it, if it looks weird, I don't want it. Like, mm. there's, just, there's just those things. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to have shrimp because of, like, the social acceptance of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and there are places that obviously they try to make it look good. You can tell they clean it, whatever. I get it this close, bro. And then I freak out. I'm like, I don't want it. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Have you ever, ever had one or no? I nibbled one and I was like, this tastes like ass, like get it away from me. And then I remember like having family members that like prepped it and they like, I, I watched the process of them cleaning one and they were telling me like, oh, you got to get the shit out because apparently there's like poop in yeah. shrimp. Yeah. So I'm like, this is mad. No, why would I want to eat that now? God forbid you don't clean when I'm eating shit now. <laughs> and I know I'm eating shit because you just ruined it for me. So like, no, I'm not going to do that. So then with calamari, I don't see the process. I don't get the smell. I don't I don't react that way. Yeah. You got your marinara sauce with it. It fucking tastes like nothing. <laughs> you know, I grew up eating meat at home eating chicken eating beef so it's like that's second nature to me it's it's part of the culture it's part of my my upbringing i'm not saying i can't change it and i would like to and see you know i'm always open to the idea of seeing what a new diet or a change in diet how it will affect your health Mm -hmm. um i mean i've always taken the meat so much and i remember like growing up i've always had some variant of meat like i I can't do I'm not big on seafood either. I do sushi. That's as far as I go. Maybe some salmon or salmon. Uh, like let's say, like you, I I got that same thing with sardines. If I even smell like oh, a whiff of it, I'll throw sardines, up. Sardines, dude. Yeah. You you work for the devil if you eat sardines <laughs> out the can, like straight out the can, like a cat or some shit. Yeah. That's disgusting. I don't know how people eat that. It's... I almost got fought. As I don't know if I ever told the story. I used to work at a restaurant when uh-huh. I was doing like busing and serving. Okay. And the uh, the chef was like r- Russian Israeli, and he <laughs> he has a big yeah, so he's crazy. So he had a big um, he had this big thing where like, you know, if you're gonna be a server, if you're gonna be a good server, you have to know how to talk to people about what you're serving. You have to be able to describe it, which of course makes sense. Yeah. But then you get to the part of the menu that has seafood, and I'm like chef. All due respect, I don't eat seafood. And he's like, "What are you religious or something?" I'm like, "No, no, no, I just can't." He's like, "Are you sick? Do you get sick?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Well, no, I'm not." And like an idiot, I'm like, "No, I'm not <laughs> sure." And he's like, "Okay, you gotta fucking try it." And he literally like, <laughs> like in like ten minutes, he grilled the salmon, he made some shrimp, he made this, and I'm like, "Can I take it upstairs?" And I literally just sat in front of it for like twenty minutes, and I dumped it out. I'm like, "I get it now." And then, like, he came up uh, when he was leaving. Yeah. Uh, he checked in the garbage. 
And he fucking like went around the whole restaurant looking at me like, don't ever fucking lie to me like that. <laughs> you lied to me. I, I, I fuck. Don't tell me you don't like it. I'm like, it's not that I don't like it. I don't eat seafood, bro. Like, and I, I literally, yo, I tried so hard, bro. Yeah. Like the salmon for like five seconds, it was okay. And then I got like, oh, fish, fish. Nope. Don't like it. Like, oh, yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, because I, I always see salmon as like the like the gateway drug of fish to start I off with. I, or I, I that understand. or sushi. That I or understand. Sushi. Yeah. I understand. No, no judgment. I get it because I can't do calamari at all. It, it disgusts me. Like the smell, everything too. I feel like salmon is like the steak of fish. Yeah, pretty much. So I get it. Mm-hmm. But for people who don't eat meat, they have to understand mm-hmm. what steak is to a carnivore. Right, right, right. So if you eat salmon, you understand that steak is, in essence, like a a, a transparency mm-hmm. of a sort of bulk protein that has a specific flavor. So I get it. It's fatty meat. Yeah. Yeah, it's fatty meat. Same yeah. thing with salmon. I mean, you get people that grill the shit out of it and it doesn't taste like anything. Fine. In that sense, sure, I'll try it again. But I have yet to have a result or an experience where I've had seafood. And well, there was one time allegedly <laughs> that my girlfriend gave me some crab cakes and she said I loved it and she didn't tell me there was crab in it and I'm like Are you, that can't be true because if it tastes like something different I'm gonna know it's not regular mm. so you know crab cakes look like little biscuits yeah it's, crab cakes are really good and then crab's supposed to be sweet so in my mind I'm like this is fucking amazing so she says I don't remember the story mm. So then when we go out, she's like, oh, let's get some crab cakes. I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm good. She's like, you liked it, though. Like, come on. She told you way after the fact or like as soon as you stopped eating it, it was crab cakes? I don't know if this was a night where alcohol was involved and maybe I was just tempted uh, to try it. And then, of course, drunk brain, you're hungry. You don't process what you're eating. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I fucking love it. Like, if she showed me a picture of me eating a crab cake, then <laughs> fine, you got me. Red-handed, let's go. But, yeah, it's a blur. It's a blur. Um, I don't think she told me right away. Though. I think she told me after I finished. Like, way after the fact. Like, once the plate was off the table, she was like, crab cakes. <laughs> I was like, no. No. That's kind of dirty. Yeah. Because what if I do get sick? God forbid. What if I do get sick? Right, what if she thought you were just bluffing, saying, like, well, thank God you're not, like, allergic to it, but you're just, like, it makes you nauseous. My fucking aunt, too. I'm not going to say her name. She (laughs) did uh, spaghetti and shrimp, one, like, little baby shrimp one time, and she cut the little whatever, like, the tail, the nail, whatever the fuck it looks like. Whatever it's called, yeah. She cut it it up to the point where it looked like, I thought it was, um, you ever order, like, pork fried rice, the little pork squares? Oh, yeah, yeah, the shrimp. That's what I thought it was. Right. It could look like it. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So I had like a good hand and a half portion Mm. of it. Not two hours later, I was throwing up. (laughs) And she was like, why? What happened? Like, did that have seafood in it? Or did that? I I literally, that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, this had to have something I don't like Mm. for me to throw up like that. She's like, you're not allergic. It has shrimp in it. I'm like, that's why I'm fucking throwing up right now. (laughs) What are you doing? Like, Oh, you can't say that to, you know, ethnic aunts or grandmas. Yeah, or they never believe no. you until you're on your deathbed. They're like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, that is. But see, that's the thing, though. We're like, we're not so far apart in age. I think like, what, six years between us or 
I hope. There's seven or... Not that much. Well, I'm 34. You're... Oh, 27. So seven. All right, so seven. Eh, lucky number, God's number, whatever. Same number as my brother. So you're the same age as my brother, too. Oh, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. But that is the thing, though, because I'm sure back wherever your parents are from, like yours... Well, no, your dad was born here, I think you said, or... No. Both my parents were born in DR. Okay, so they came here, like... Yeah, younger. Fairly older, younger. 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 Okay, yeah. so they're, like, Americanized somewhere. Yeah. A little bit. No, yeah, they, they are, for sure. Okay. But... It's like from back when versus how we came up. We grew up here. Right. Like they ate whatever they were given. No no protest, nothing. At right. home, yeah. No question, no protest, nothing. Rice, beans, meat. No such thing as Pause. doing that. <laughs> but um, here we actually got our little things against food. Like I don't like this because it just looks icky. I don't like that because it, it smells and triggers like, you know, PTSD in my mind or whatever. Yeah. Food related. I mean... Yeah, but, I don't know what it is with seafood. I know there's, like, history with my brother of being, like, quote-unquote allergic to it. So, like, in terms of, like, that effect of, oh, well, if he's sick, I might get sick of it. Or, like, right, you know, okay. something like that. Trickle down. So, with the idea, I mean, so think of it this way. With the idea of, you know, you're growing up in a household where you know one is allergic to it and you don't know if the other one likes it, you don't make it as much. Mm-hmm. Then fast forward to 10 years later, you make a salmon. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't want it. It's different. You yeah. Know? Um, but that's that's the habit I'm trying to break now as an adult. It's like you can't you can't be ready to accept the idea of going to someone else's house or a different country, ready to try some food and not have all these restrictions in your that you set in your mind to like not try something. Yeah. Like same thing with Greek food. I was never thought. I would not sit here and think. To tell you that I'm a fan of fucking Greek food, like I had a a real oh, it's good. It's good. a real uh uh hero mm-hmm. from yeah. like a authentic fucking Greek spot. It's so good, dude. Holy shit. Um, they made a nice uh baklava. Yeah. Super oh, like super grease, like all that like sugar fucking trickling yeah. off and shit. Yeah, like a um spinach spinach pie. Spanakopita. Is that how they call it? Yeah. Yeah. I was not 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 bad, not bad. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but they made it. They made it pretty good. So like, yeah, I'm I'm trying new stuff, you know. But that's like me. I always try to like live that philosophy. Like the two things in life I can't discriminate, and I hope people don't either, is women and food. Yeah. Oh, depending food. on the day, yeah. the order can vary, but still, I would add beer to that list too. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay, sure. Yeah. So not everyone drinks, but people who don't, people who do, yeah, be a little more. Ex- ex- Explorative. Like if I ever do drink beer, me speaking, I'll go with a blue moon. Like for some That's reason, I like beer. that. <laughs> I mean, if I have, if it's right there, I'm at a cheap enough bar, whatever. It's like yeah. whatever. But I don't like the IPA things because it gets so complicated. Why like, do you like? Okay, so let me. I'll bet you I can find you. I'm gonna find you a new beer right now. Why do you like blue moon? I don't know. It just doesn't taste like piss like the other ones. To okay. Me. Okay. Do you like the citrus aspect of it? Do you like the idea of adding an orange? Do you add an orange? I to guess it? the citrus, yeah. Okay, so you like citrus flavored, non-complicated lager beers. Yeah, that's easy. So that I'm I'm gonna before the end of this episode, I will find you an orange tasting <laughs> lager beer that's a million times better than Blue Moon. Okay, well, so then deal. I mean, because then the IPA things get all you know. I, I had a friend who was like obsessed with just IPAs like reading into new ones and all that stuff too but he was real snobby with it yeah he worked in restaurants he was like a I guess a bartender or something like that yeah 
So every time we ever like hit up a bar, he'd be like, oh, what are the new IPAs you have on stock? Or whatever. <laughs> and then, oh, but you don't have this one that came out last week from Mississippi or whatever. Chita Tanaga, this Indian tribe that made it themselves or whatever. Yeah. How could you not? How are you a bar or whatever? Something like How that. are you a bar? Yeah. It's like, it's. I think the pretentious aspect of it potentially, it bothers me a lot. So I got turned off the beer completely. I, yeah, I, I don't know where these fucks are coming from either <laughs> with their bullshit. Oh, well, it's not as hoppy as it should be. It's like, you don't fucking work at a craft beer brewery. It's not, it's, not it's, it's just, the, the thing is, if you're adding enough parsley to it, the foam should be a little higher. No one sounds like this, by the way, but. Yeah, no, there's get, plenty of them pe- sound like that. No, yeah. you get people that, you know, you got a guy with this fucking Mario mustache and suspenders thinks he's an expert about beer. He's and been working bun. at Yeah, and a man, but he's been working at this bar for three weeks. <laughs> he knows everything about the ten beers behind him. Yeah. Nothing else. Everything else he knew he knows learned off of YouTube. Yeah. Right? So he's never been in the brewery. He's never seen the barrels get made. He's never um Watch the machines go through the heat and uh, the heat and cooling phase to burn off the yeast. Like I've seen all this shit touring different breweries, mm. like understanding, you know, what the effects of certain ingredients going into um, a barrel or or burning or uh, that's another thing, burning the inside of the barrel so it gives it mm. a smoky flavor. So and you leave that in it in its effect. Now you have like a stronger finish. So you can find that's what I'm saying. There, there's, there's something out there for everybody, and I'm not, you know, drink responsibly, obviously. Yeah. But like, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but um, no, there's a lot out there. Like that's what that's what fucking. And I was just telling my um, coworker <laughs> about this. Like Paris, Paris mm. was a big eye opener in terms of like trying new shit. Which we will discuss uh, later as well. Oh, dude! But that reminds me. Fucking of, awesome. Man. But that reminds me of it, it's such a stupid simple joke, but. Growing up, I remember in middle school, I think my friend used to say, hey, you know the real reason why you shouldn't drink and drive? I was like, why, Peter? He's like, oh, well, he was Irish. He would know, of course. <laughs> but because you might spill your drink. It's <laughs> such an alcoholic answer. So he definitely heard it from his dad or uncle or yeah. however many uncles who, they who got. Who later died in a car crash. Most likely. Drinking and driving. Oh, he went off the cars he did. <laughs> oh, poor laddie. You know, it was actually one of the highlights to the trip in Paris, uh, not to get ahead of my Oh, wait, 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 before we discuss Paris. Yeah. To, to make it appropriate and to actually, you know, get you back in the vibe. So you're back at home in the mindset of La France. Yes. You know, we have to make it appropriate, of course. So atmospherically speaking. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> and, and, you know, to introduce things properly, you know, I'm sure you know your French by now. Properly and accordingly, <laughs> you know, um, I got something for you right there. Maybe you can use next time you go, or I'll go, whatever. Yeah. Uh, manjour de fromage de ton delicieux cool. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I said that j'aimage manjour de fromage de ton delicieux cool. I mean, what do you, you know mean? what that means? No, I don't. That means I would love or I would like to eat some cheese off of your delicious ass. Pause. <laughs> Oh, we didn't look eye to eye when I said that, but you know, <laughs> you get the vibes. That's oh, icebreaker. The irony, the irony in all this is that I didn't eat as much cheese as I thought I was. Well, that's expecting a crime. To. Well, no, that's another thing, though. Like, 
moldy cheese. Yeah. I ain't with it. Not not my thing. Not my thing. I was going to ask you that. So as far as the cheese goes, are they like circling in the platter? Are they making the rounds? Are they um, crumbling off the block? It's definitely. Well, I will say this. Um, one of the. Okay. That song is not. <laughs> How do you know? It's, Were you it's, ever, oh, yeah. It sounds super. It sounds super European, but more in the. Uh, in the Anglo-Saxon sense of like, oh, Highlander, <laughs> Scottish, Irish, because that accordion is like the older kind of accordion. Well, I, I won't give up my sources because I don't want to, you know, get caught sampling out here illegally. But it's from an old cartoon, so oh, there you're you in that vein. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, there are certain places that um, were were more in tune. Um, to having ah the French. <laughs> oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> it's fucking drunkish. All oh, the French make the ah the French <laughs> make the the finest champagne <laughs> you can drink with your friends and oh romance your woman. <laughs> this motherfucker was drunk off his ass, dude. <laughs> That was the funniest commercial. And then they do it again. They cut. And he comes back the same way. Ah, wow. friends. Drunk as shit, bro. He couldn't help himself. Don't ever make a, don't ever make an alcohol commercial where they give you the alcohol. You can't start off drunk. It. You can't start off drunk. That doesn't never ends well. Prestigious <laughs> fucking guy. Ah, the friends. That, that's like trying to advertise like a pool boy service and the pool boy's wet. <laughs> He's like, oh, my bad. I fell in. <laughs> I was trying to get the last leaf out. My bad. He fucking fucks up the rug. The dog falls in with him because he tries to hold on to something. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. I, I saw, like, I love dogs, and I'd definitely get one if I had the chance. Yeah. But I always thought if I, eventually, if I have a pool, like, the people that get, like, the dogs are, like, uh, Malmutes or Huskies with all the hairs. Oh, no. And then the hairs are floating there oh. permanently, like. No, no, but you got, they have like the vacuums and stuff for the pools. Like in the pool? Yeah. Oh, oh, the things that the white boys stick the dick in, right? The, the, the filter. No. No? <laughs> the things that the white boys, no, it's an actual, it's like a Roomba for the pool. It goes around the pool? It goes around the pool, hits the oh. walls and takes stuff out of the water. So you, you have like this, um, I don't know what it's called. It definitely exists. Um, one of my, um. One of my aunts has one. They have everyone has a pool in Florida, obviously. Yeah. But they have this this nice size pool that obviously is utilized by a lot of like their visitors or like passerbyers or whatever. Yeah. And so um, they have like these aqua seltzer pellets you put in the pool. It, it uh, restores like chlorine levels and all that stuff. And then hmm. there's this uh, it's like a four wheeled Roomba. Like the wheels are bigger than the device itself, but it rolls around the pool does it go off the walls yeah it goes off the walls too no way yeah and then um it, it has this pipe like this uh it's got a pipe on it it's this tube that's attached to where it's dumping out the stuff that's ah uh, okay yeah 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 so you, yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty dope it's okay. fun to watch actually if you ever get find like a pool pool person with money and it if you're ever that economically stable i guess that'd be one of your like thrills in life <laughs> Watch the pool get clean. Watch the pool get clean. Hey man, watching your your clothes get washed in the laundry, that shit is that shit is pleasing as fuck. You that is a real spin cycle. It spins. <laughs> the machine's putting it work right now. <laughs>
Um, didn't have that much cheese. No. Which seems like a crime. Um, I definitely drank a lot of wine. The wine is so fucking cheap there. No, that's it's, a given. You like to drink. No, but but no no no. But wine is not a was not a forte. Like wine, I didn't have any like mm. I didn't have a top fiver for wine. I have a better understanding now. Okay. Um, the it's cheaper to get wine than it is to get juice or soda. Which the soda's ass, by the way. There's no carbonation in any of the sodas there. Is that like the brand names we know or like the French soda? Uh, if you go to a restaurant, it's like, no, nothing exists. It's just like, they're all flat. Oh. They're served flat. Oh. Yeah. It's That's trash. weird. The water, uh, I mean, everyone's different. No offense. I love France. Your water's fucking terrible. <laughs> Holy shit. I would rather, and this is the one insult I'm going to give and then call it. <laughs> I would rather drink water. From the fucking Hudson River, then drink any of their tap water. It was so bad. Bro. Oh no. no! Yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad. That like, bad. Yeah, aftertaste, first taste, first impression. It doesn't taste filtered. It tastes like like it's not clean. And like, then like does does it taste like it came fresh off a fish's ass? It's or something? not refreshing. No, it's not that it smells. It's just it's just it just hits wrong. Hmm. You know, like you expect to have a beverage and it's refreshing and it's it, it's like, oh, I, I have liquids now. Paul. Mm-hmm. But like that water didn't do that. It made everything opposite. It made me thirstier. It made it seem like I didn't drink real water. Oh. Yeah, it was fucking ter- the only place we had water was like the last night we went to this restaurant where they have like this time machine looking filter and mm-hmm. they serve the water. So like. They put an empty like forty, <laughs> like a forty, um, under the under this machine. Yeah. And like thirty seconds later, it comes out, and the water is so fucking clear you can see like through it, like hmm. way through it though. Um, and then they bring it to the table, and that's their tap. Their tap was like triple filtered water at this specific restaurant. Okay. Um, that water was the best, but like. Oh, because it went through so many like things. Yeah, but like compare it to like a Poland Spring bottle. The Poland Spring bottle here wins. Wow! Like take our shittiest water, that bottle wins over Paris's tap. Hmm, it's pretty bad. So in the, in, in essence, if you want to go and save money, just drink wine because <laughs> the damn. wine's gonna taste better. But you're always gonna be thirsty. So it was wine like on stock everywhere, pretty much. Holy or? shit! There was a wine, bro. I saw a wine bottle for one fifty euro, which is roughly like a, like a bottle, a bottle bottle, a nine dollar bottle here is like two dollars there. Hmm. It's wild, like how much wine. There but is, is it there. good? No, it is. It yeah. is. Hmm. It is the relative average. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Gary V. Yeah. The relative amount you want to spend for a good quality wine mm-hmm. lies within about the thirteen to twenty five dollar range. Sounds about right. So when you're thinking about buying a nine dollar bottle in Paris, you're not gonna spend nine dollars. Mm. You know what I mean? When you want to splurge, you're talking about buying a bottle of wine that's been aged for more than double, you know, double digits years. Mm. The ones that are cheaper are the ones that are like one year. Uh, you know, a year and a half, two years old, mm. and they have boxes of those wherever you go. Okay, it's pretty crazy. So you could just like chug those down if anything. Pretty much. I mean, that's the one thing about having wine. There is either you either find a wine that just makes you sleepy and fucks up your day, 
or you find a wine that is just like it's it's good enough to get you to that sweet spot between like but not tip not not buzz but like between like tipsy and enjoyably like under the influence yeah yeah and so yeah so if you're like going from spot to spot you know you go shopping you go to a restaurant you get one or two cups of wine mm-hmm. and you keep that level going i think that's why everyone's in such a good mood to be honest <laughs> i feel like everyone's just always at their level of now, tipsy. Now, you hold on a second there <laughs> hold on i've always heard this dilemma what's up as far as the French being snobby or assholes. Not nice. Or stuck up. No. Um, or disparaging of any English-speaking I never heard anyone invaders. say excuse me or sorry while I was there. That's a, another observation. Now, can you paint a case scenario where it would merit an, an excuse me from somebody? Um, I don't know. How about walking through a fucking crowded train station? Okay. They don't say excuse me. They'll shove you and just keep moving. Ah. And then they'll, they might give you a look. Like shit like that. So like they'll they shove were, you and look at you. They'll shove me. They'll like if I shove the person. Yeah. They would look back for like two seconds and then just keep pushing. <clears throat> but they won't say excuse me if they're trying to pass by. They won't. They'll just keep pushing, bro. They'll mm-hmm. just keep it pushing. Like if you're going up a set of like another incident was um, we went up an escalator. Yeah. Um, And you know how you have on the right side, the crowded and then the left, the people that are going up. Right. So in this case, we had. Um, we had a fuck boy who decided to block the left side. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's on the right side. She's trying to go to the left side. She took the step up. So she was like at a level playing field with him so yep. that she can keep going. I'm behind her. The dude, dude decides to go, and she's like, the fuck did you say? And I was like, oh, oh, what, what's happening? And then like the guy didn't say anything because I guess he didn't speak English. Um, and then she told me later, like that guy was being like a, a dickhead cause because of just the fact that she moved her foot one step up. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but in the, you know, on the flip side of the coin, when we went to any like establishment where we had a conversation with people, they were extremely nice. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some people take offense to, um, people not having a good enough accent. Like if you try to speak French. Yeah. If you like butcher like bonjour monsieur, how you doing? They they fucking hate that. But if you really give an effort to trying to speak to them, they appreciate it. Did anyone correct you on that at all, or any part of the your French? No, we went into um, Harry's, which is the oldest uh, oldest bar in Europe. Mm-hmm. It's like the number one oldest is Harry's. It's like it's like over two hundred years. It's called Harry's. Yeah. There's like there's like three of them now, but uh-huh. like the one that was established there is like the oldest bar. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all dressed in like white suits, and they bring like the silver plat like silver platter <laughs> with the napkin over it, and like it's like super fancy. But yeah. like people go there on the regular. Um, the guys there. So when I wanted to talk to someone, the first thing I ask, I say, I say hi first which is bonjour in the day, bonsoir at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they come over and I say, parlez-vous anglais, which means do you speak English? And he goes, yeah, a little bit. And then I'll start talking in English if mm-hmm. it works. But this instance, we're at the bar and I asked him that. He goes, why would, and then when I, when I asked him, parlez-vous anglais, he goes, why would you, and literally he, this is his response. He goes, why would you want to speak English? Your friend sounds so good. And I was like, oh shit. Hmm. But he said it with the clearest accent, like American accent. Okay. So I was like, 
what the fuck? This dude was from Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and he's working at Harry's now. Like, he, he moved here. He moved to Paris because of his girlfriend, who's French. Oh, these women. But he's like, you could totally pass. You could. I never would have guessed you were from, you know, New York. You, your French is, is on point. And mm. then like another guy came and he was like, yeah, very good. Like, <laughs> whatever. Like, co-signed him. You know, you went in in a relationship with your lovely girlfriend and everything too, but you came back with a new love, a newfound love, <laughs> all the way from. The origins of where this delicacy came from to begin with. Oh, man. And ever since then, it's been like the Twilight series. It's it's nothing compares at all to how deep and tragic this love ended up being. <laughs> and, and now, you know, you're stuck on lover's remorse with the croissants. <laughs> with the croissants. Croissants. Um, that's so fucking funny that you said that. Because um, just on social media in general, like, I... I you know, I've wanted to be less um, filtered when it comes to what I'm posting and actually just be more personal with my shit. Yeah. Um, and this whole thing with the croissants, is, it's so funny because it started from day fucking one of this trip. Like from day one. You got to understand, bro, when you're coming from like not eating breakfast on the regular, not having like that interaction with like places that make good bagels or good croissants or, or good bakers in general. And then you go to a place where everything's authentic and not made with like fucking GMOs or plastic and shit. Yeah. The first thing I ate was a, um, like an English breakfast, which is like your choice of either like a hot coffee or an orange juice or, um, a hot chocolate with orange juice. And then like a croissant, some butter, eggs and then like ham like traditional mm. french ham so this is all for and then it's all for like fucking four dollars like it's a full platter wow um you know made in front of you and the juice is fresh squeezed and the hot chocolate actually they take like a um they take like a piece of dark chocolate that was just made in like the factory down the street and then they give it to you and they're like oh you can put it in there you can they put it to the side or whatever like they let you know like it's worth putting into the hot chocolate. Um, and I'm just like, croissants, really? Like, I was, I was fucking skeptical. I'm like, this isn't gonna fill me up at all. Like, it's fucking pussy ass shit. <laughs> Took the first bite. It was a wrap. I was, I was in. I was, I was vested to like, this is the most amazing thing. Like, this is, this is this simple thing that I don't even eat on the regular in Brooklyn or at all, is now like just fucking. It's the highlight of the day. <laughs> and uh, and you can tell I'm not bullshit. Like, I'm not looking around. Like, I'm literally, I'm I'm thinking back to, like, the first spot um, we went to. It was um, it was a little shack of a thing um, down the street from, like, the, the Airbnb. And they have a bar, which is another thing I thought was amazing. The bar's fucking open at 10 a.m. Um, That's convenient. Right. So it's like. Should I have a beer? Like my my mind, I'm like, okay, beer first. And uh, my lovely girlfriend's like, no, we need a breakfast. We're gonna need the energy. We're gonna go to this museum and walk around for three hours, and we're not gonna eat again till dinner. I'm like, fuck. Okay, so get this breakfast. And as soon as the plate sets down, I notice the croissant has like steam coming out of it, so it actually smells delicious. And first bite, it's fucking buttery as shit. 
super flaky. There's fucking crumbs everywhere. So I'm just remembering all that like now. Um, and every day that I, every morning actually, we went to a new spot and that was the breakfast. It was like English or French. So you either had eggs and ham or you didn't have eggs, but there was always a croissant. Mm. So that was like the norm. And every day I'm thinking, damn, we're going to go to a new spot. The croissants are going to get better. Mm-hmm. But then day one was the best. Day two was mediocre. Day three was oh. just as good. So you do that shit for a week straight. I started to make a habit out of it. I'm like, I want another croissant in the morning. So you were having one daily. I was having one daily because that was the breakfast. But you actually limited yourself to one a day or did you have more than one? No, day six I had like two. <laughs> um <laughs> But that was the thing. It was like, it's like, it's like when you grow up as a kid, you eat cereal in the morning. You're always looking forward to having cereal because mm-hmm. it's either your favorite cereal of choice or whatever the, um, whatever the thing that your family buys or can afford to buy, you know, is there. So going into that, it's like, you know, you go into fucking to a restaurant where um, you don't know what to expect or it's different. And each time is just like, oh, shit. OK, like I'm thinking it's going to get better. or I'm thinking, it's you know, whatever the case. Um, and then coming back here, I was just excited to look into it because I thought like maybe it is just as good here. And so I started filming the whole thing or like putting it like the stories mm-hmm. and stuff like about, you know, this is my experience with this one. Right, right. Like, not just going to, like, a fucking bodega and getting one, which is crazy because now they're, like, $4 here. Um, <laughs> so I pay, I'm pay. i paying more for a shitty one here than I am than for one over there. Um, and, yeah, and people get a kick out of it, actually. Like, that's that's been a thing that's... It was growing and it was, like, trending for some time. Um, and then even, like, even just the timeline of it was crazy because... Um, you know, I did it for a day or two where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to this place tomorrow. Um, someone recommended me going to a place by Park Slope. And then like some, somebody told me about like this amazing baker mm-hmm. who was like in the city was going to be dope. So I'm thinking like, yo, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll start a thing where I can like, as a foodie, try to promote it. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was just more for me. It was just something I found in like joy out of fucking, uh, trying out like it, it actually got the juices going too in terms of like creativity and stuff in paris i mean so like going to museums um listening to the different music like i was just overwhelmed with new shit mm-hmm. so like i'm ha- i had new ideas and new mm. um yeah like new a new outlook on like how to create or go about creating something um did you bring back a beret no i didn't i know you told me did you wear a beret no, that's not a that's not a real thing. That's did you a, did you French kiss at least in French? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I maybe. Did you French kiss under the Eiffel Tower? No, because the Eiffel Tower is gated off. Actually, it's the, you can't go there. The gate. So the Eiffel Tower is it's is a um, it's like subway turnstile blocked off right now. So they're doing construction to one end of it. Nah. And the other end is the entrance so that you can go up. We didn't go up. Mm-hmm. So we got as far as like the picture I took underneath it. Right. But that wasn't <clears throat> actually underneath it. Close once enough. You yeah. have to pay to get into there. Oh, okay. And we weren't, um, we weren't set in stone on going to 
the Eiffel Tower uh, until like the second to last day. And by then we were still thinking of like, you know, what are we going to do? We had one day set just for Belgium, which by the way, fucking crazy, amazing place. Mm. Like beer, food, culture, history, everything is crazy. The There's, waffles. Oh, the waffles. Better than the croissants? Holy sh... No. Different. No. It's different. Okay. Chicago and New York pizza. You can't oh, compare. Uh, you can't compare. No. Um, no, the waffle was as fucking fire. Like it's it's worth the day to go and get one. And even mm. just even like a basic spot, like a like a like a Nutella place mm-hmm. that sells waffles. Their waffles are even better than like a breakfast place that sells waffles. Oh goddamn. Yeah, because they're all fresh. Everything is fresh. Because I think I was always sold off of like, you ever go to like a hotel, a motel, and they got the waffle maker, and you mm-hmm. make yourself whatever. Yeah. I always got sold off of like the, the trickery of it. Yeah. Like the like the toy aspect you, you, of it. You you pour the dough or the, yeah. the batter. You and wait then a couple minutes, you flip, flip it, it. Yeah. Open, hey, I made a waffle. Whatever. Open it, pitchfork it onto your plate and shit. Yeah. The problem is, so, and this is why I'm so passionate about it Not now, I guess. <laughs> It's about how it tastes more than anything. If yeah. you go, if you literally go today, go to a hotel and do that waffle maker, right? And tomorrow morning, get on a fucking flight and go to Belgium with that as the last registered thing you ate and have one there, you're going to kill yourself <laughs> because you know the difference. You'll know exactly what you're getting and what you miss out on when, you, when you're eating stuff here. That's why... That's what croissants did. Mm. Croissants opened the doorway for me to think about what am I missing from the food that I'm eating here? Because mm-hmm. if it's just butter and bread and it's this amazing, then why isn't it this good in, in America? Right, right. Why is it so hard to get bread and fucking butter to taste that good? It yeah. shouldn't be that hard. No. So. God damn. Yeah, man. Waffles, Say- croissants. I mean, the only thing left to think is like, what? Uh, I want to go to Germany. Pause and like try. To, you know, besides the beer, I want to try. Why the, is that a pause? The, the, no, no. But I'll get to it. The, I'll get to the pause. The, the, <laughs> the Schnitzelworth. The 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 sausage. The sausage. There we go. Yeah. Um, we did. You're so thick. Okay, so that's where it is. Okay, <laughs> there like... it is. There it was, and there it went. Yeah. Um, where did we go? Um, no, I think it was in Belgium. It was in Belgium. We had a, um, it wasn't an English or French. You you could have gotten one. This was the day I said no to a croissant. The first day I said no uh, was in Belgium. They had this um, like newer hipster spot where like the owner was German. Okay. And the chef was Belgian. Mm-hmm. And she was making like the most fucking fire eggs. Like uh, eggs, like hollandaise eggs. Okay. Yeah. And she put it on top of... Um, she put it on top of uh, like a multi-grain. It doesn't look like a sliced bread, but you can tell it's like a multi-grain loaf. Okay. And then, fuck, what did you just? Um, the bratwurst or the? Right, yeah. Instead of ham, you get bratwurst. You, mm. can, you can have sausage as the option. That shit was amazing. Ooh. Like for breakfast, bro, to start with that, holy shit. I drank so much that day too. <laughs> drank so much beer. Their like average starting beer was at ten percent. Oh shit! 
That's so strong. You have no idea. Like a blonde beer, like a like yeah. a blue moon. They have a blue moon that's at nine percent, ten percent, and they serve it the smallest sizes like this, mm-hmm. like a regular, like a pint. Oh god, their pint. <laughs> a pint is a small, so their pints are like twice as big. So amazing. And that's to start you off. And that's just the start. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These so fucking we, Belgians. Yeah. Man. Oh no one that explains it. No wonder Van Damme was such a pro with drinking then. <laughs> he was Belgian. Yeah. There you go. The muscles from Brussels. The muscles. <laughs> yeah, that was his name. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's why he could hit the splits and everything too. He's just full of liquid mostly. From drinking so much. Probably. The viscosity is lower. Bro, there's one block that's dedicated to just one brewery. And they have a tap house. They have a cave. They have three bars and three different floors. <laughs> they had the gift shop where you can get a drink. They had the fucking restaurant where you can get only their drinks. Hmm. So if you try to hit, j- just get a beer in each spot, by the time you get to the end of the block, you're pissed drunk. Because <laughs> everything, like I said, starting from like, eh, maybe maybe you get lucky, get an 8%. <clears throat> an 8% blonde. But when you work your way down the block, having that much, it's like, oh my gosh. So it was it was awesome. 8% blonde sounds like how you describe every Spanish girl that dyes her hair blonde. <laughs> 8% blonde. <laughs> 8% blonde. <laughs> Then the not dark a dirty roots. blonde. She got like eight percent dyed. Then the roots just kick in strong after like the second week. I don't. I don't get that. I don't, I don't like get that. Ashley, it depends on the type. Maybe in in mesh with the Camila skin tone. Camila Kendra did it. So it would be fire. Yeah, that is. Well, she would have like a Monroe, a Dominican Monroe aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is. It was, some girls can pull it off a little bit with the dark roots, like Shakira. She could pull it off, actually. She looks like a blonde. Yeah, her but, hair is blonde most of the time. I've never seen her with like black hair. No, she's um black hair. She's a brunette. She's a brunette, like naturally. Yeah, natty brunette. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I liked her a lot more when she was a brunette though. But yeah. that was early on when she was like doing rock and Spanish solely. But I feel like most of her music career, we see her as a blonde. Yeah. Well, when she popped off, she was already a blonde. Yeah. But she just turned blonde at the end of her Spanish run, like just starting the wherever, whenever. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she just transitioned. She was killing it there. Yeah, no, nah, she, she was, was still killing it there. But look her up when she had black hair. At least for me, she was. I liked a lot more with black hair. She was great with blonde, but black hair was like doing it for me. Damn, I forgot the name of this chick. She, I at a at a place we used to work at. She was naturally like brown. Yeah, like brown, brown brunette. Mm-hmm. And then she dyed her hair blonde like a week into my shit, and then like two months it just turned into like some fucking metallic. <laughs> blonde shit and she was like brown brown but she pulled it hmm. she pulled it well i don't know how the fuck she did it but yeah <laughs> i just remember like not seeing her at work after that like when she died it she was like going to like like mykonos and fucking italy and then come hmm. back and like work for like a week and then leave i'm like she gotta have a fucking sugar daddy oh, yeah. yeah i thought it was the hair i was like it has to be the hair die a blonde and she's gone <laughs> it has to be because this is one girl at work that she might work for like three, four weeks, and we only get a certain amount of PTO for vacation time, whenever. Yeah. But every time I look at her away status on Skype, it's always I'm out the office. But then I look at her IG, she's out there, Israel, <laughs> she's India, she's this and that or whatever. That's crazy. Like all over the place, and she's you know quote unquote single, but you know you only make so much working where I work at. Wow. So you know, come on, and she's Dominican, so I don't know. Hashtag if that helps. sugar daddy. <laughs> Um, no, but if it's, if, if, if it's of any, uh, yeah, you gotta just fucking travel. Yeah. You have to. 
If, if not for anything, do it for the food. Look at your passport, Tyrone. There's shit particles out there that traveled way farther than you ever did. They're shitting on you literally, proverbally, and everything. <laughs> shitting on Get you. out of Brooklyn. When they fly in the airplane with the <laughs> shit-covered, uh, shit-covered boots, they <laughs> the, land in a different place. The little shit particles got the, the, the gangster um, shades, like the gif. <laughs> oh man no and the flights are so cheap too like that's another thing like the farther you're willing to travel out the cheaper you can find the tickets like paris is probably less than fucking three who doesn't have three hundred dollars right now yeah exactly paris three, is only round trip round trip less than three hundred dollars yes wow that's, that's what i'm bad. saying fuck what fuck what time of the year you go just find a time you're okay with going and fucking go. Oh, well, I meant to ask you, how was the weather out there? Shitty. Oh, oh so Shitty. it was a bad time now to do it. It was a bad time now. But okay. it was like this. Like this, right? Like how Oh, so, oh, yeah, I forgot. We're like roughly at the same equator distance, right? I think, or Equ- somewhat. Equidistant? <laughs> um, no, uh, no, because the day it was snowing here, you guys had that fucking storm. It was sunny and shit over there. Mm. So it's not, yes, we're on the same, I guess, like, quadrant in the sense yeah. like across like east to west but the weather's not the same all the time okay there, but it's crazy i did what i didn't expect to see there were so many runners not a lot of running well stuff. i mean the point of you going out there was running too but you know we figured uh, out to to it uh it was um it was uh <coughs> background i guess what do you call it uh when you get background info on the location or mm-hmm. close to the location. So ideally it was just to see how I, I would put up with the time difference and mm-hmm. how my body was going to feel. And if things like, you know, factoring in like air quality or if it is a human out there, is it cold, you know, but no, it was fine. Didn't matter. The time difference did fuck me up for like the first few days though. But that's everybody though. Right. I guess. Everyone's different. Yeah. I mean, for people who travel a lot, it's probably easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, I, was this your first time in France? This or? is my first time across the water ever. Oh, out of the country or out of the country? Oh, okay. Like wow. DR is the farthest I've gone. Well, no, no, technically no, because the cruise um, that I had last mm-hmm. year, I went to like Mexico, Honduras, Belize, mm-hmm. but that's south. Right, right, right. I've never went across. Ah, okay. Across so, the Atlantic. Ocean. I don't know where the ocean is. <laughs> it has to be Atlantic. Uh, it has to be Atlantic. I guess. No, that's the farthest. That's hands down the farthest I've ever like mm. flown. That was another thing. The biggest thing was getting over like that flight. I was so fucking nervous. Really? Are you too? I hate. I flying. keep meeting people that are so I nervous about flying. I fucking hate flying. Are you kidding me? I love it, dude. This is a week or two after um, these motherfuckers in 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 Iran mm. shot wow. down a plane. Yeah, yeah. They RPG'd a plane I from takeoff. It. Yes, yes, yes. But also, yes, the idea of like some fuck shit pilot fucking with the the flight plans, because it was also like uh there was a actually the irony, um, from Germany to Amsterdam it was like a short flight. Uh, there was this runner out there who had done like he had done like all almost all the majors, super young, uh, got his license to be a pilot, flown to like this major thing, suffered from depression. Got past the background check, <laughs> and on a flight that he had with a bunch of kids going to Amsterdam, he decides to fucking crash the plane into the mountains. Mm. 
some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not saying I don't trust. It's just the idea of one, putting trust into people that you don't, you know, you can't, you don't have any control of how they fly. And then two, the idea that the plane might be so shitty that it might fucking like just break apart in the, in the sky and then end up crashing. It's fucking, I used to, I was okay with flying as a kid. I thought landing and takeoff were like the most amazing things. But now with like little things like just mild turbulence is are enough to like fuck me up. Really? Yeah, bro. It was bad. I have to take drugs to fly. Oh, I do remember. Right. You did say that uh, yeah. in the last episode. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, The flight there wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. They made it super comfortable. Um, I flew with American because I've heard some shit about Air France. They're supposedly like the shittiest. Mm-hmm. Um, They made it super comfortable. There was barely any turbulence. I got some sleep, surprisingly, on the plane. Mm-hmm. I only <clears> took like half of a dose. Like I didn't I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I took half a dose. Um, They gave us some wine mm-hmm. on the plane, which was nice. Sedative. Yeah. Um, And... What was it? My brother was just like, pick two movies you never watched. Watch them by the time you finish of E-Landing. Mm-hmm. So I, I tried to watch, um, what fuck? Uh, Godzilla. Which one? The last one. With Mothra and... Uh, oh, the one that just came out this year. The the most recent one. King of the Monsters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which... I tried to watch that. And yeah. then another movie I tried to watch. Um, fuck, I can't remember. But I only got like... An hour into Godzilla, fell asleep, woke up, started the other movie, and they were like, okay, guys, we're here. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> Your brother wouldn't know the globe hopper. Right. Fucking, I'm going to pass on the nickname. The The nickname I got at work was Mr. International. He's Mr. International now. He's fucking flying every week and shit. On I think what it, budget? I have no idea. Nah, neither. Unlimited funds, it seems like. Those miles, bro. Those miles. Oh, for that? You get miles for traveling. So the more you travel, so if he got, you know, let's say Shorty's paying for it, let's say Friend's paying for it, you get miles added, and then you use your miles to fly. Mm. Right? So you fly to Paris once. That's a good chunk of miles. <laughs> fly from here to Florida with those miles. You know? He, he could have been a good travel agent back when, if those are still, like, around. Oh, like to tell yeah. people about the Like you a travel advisor. That. You can still do that. You can still do that. <laughs> I, I think he would make a good person to talk to on the phone at TripAdvisor. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he said to me, oh, I can't be the phone, man. Uh, it, people got to see this face. I got to make these sales. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> he said that to me, this arrogant fuck. Damn, that's wild. It's like, oh, wow, bro. Um, no, nah, it was fun, though. I, I don't, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I took the leap. Uh, I'm glad I took the chance. I mean, regardless, I'm gonna have to do it again to go to fucking Berlin. So, God, God willing, I'll be fine. When's Berlin? Berlin, September. Nice. Yeah, so we're gonna go out there for like a week. Uh, I'll get settled with the time. I already have a place to stay. A bunch of my, uh, a few of my friends have a spot um, set up like within walking distance to like the start line, and then um, I think less than a month after that, I have Chicago. Oh, right, right. Then there's Chicago. Yeah, and right, then, right. And right. then New York. Then New York. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. So we're doing it. We're doing it this year. We're fucking getting out there and getting the miles, getting those stars. Well. I'm going to be fucking Thanos pretty soon. <laughs> Have all the stars. Did you ever see? I mean, we'll close off with that, but did you ever see the meme 
when um I, I forget which one of them came out, but when um they what? did the meme with Thanos, he got all the stones in his fist and they made him in the Guy Fieri. Like no. God forbid he gets the the, the the soul stone or the food stone, whatever. <laughs> and they came with the blonde hair, the glasses. I've never seen that one. <laughs> it sounds amazing. The one I saw that I can like remotely relate to is like when a producer gets a new like sound pack or like a new plugin and then it's the last one he puts in and he's like ah! <laughs> it's like he finally is feels like complete enough that's every producer out there pretty much that's why it's so funny because even if you just start you understand like oh this is a fucking gem i think it's only appropriate of course to play your theme song since you're a little frenchy boy now this motherfucker <laughs> mr beret cap wearing I got a better song you can fucking play than this one. Versat munching, wine sipping. This guy is really going to do this. A.O. Productions. A.O. Productions. Number one. Now that's a Cuban song. (laughs) (laughs) Get the ethnicities right. Yeah. Um, Well, the songs, it's so funny. All the songs I heard were like loungy. Like literally like lounge music. This doesn't even sound like it came from France. <laughs> Sounds like it came from Brooklyn. Some fucking, <laughs> some fucking, um, some massage place. <laughs> That's what it sounds it's like. A dirty massage place. <laughs> like really grimy. Like they don't even offer like the happy ending. Just imply it. Oh God! They just look at you and raise their eyebrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hundred dollars. <laughs> Go to Paris, everybody. I'm out. Ariel, thank you again for coming through. We'll definitely touch base and we'll do that idea you said about that one episode with the hot sauces. Oh, let them know. Literally let him know. lit. Um, I did say I was going to do this for you, so let me do this real quick. The beer that you mm. should try okay. next mm. on your list uh. is... Mm. I'm still getting it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, if you like wit, you're gonna have to go to. Oh, actually, yeah, this one's good. Sixteen sixty four. It's a Euro Pale Lager beer. I'll give you three, actually. That'd be nice. I'll give you three. I'll give you one that tastes the closest to it, and then I'll give you two that might be close but a little different. Mm-hmm. So you don't like IPAs? I. It's annoying. I don't mind it, I guess. Okay. 1664 Blanc. It's a white 1664 beer. It's a wit beer. Mm-hmm. Same as Blue Moon. Okay. No orange flavor. Okay. So that's one. Um. Actually, yes. This one's going to be simpler. But this one you might have to travel out for, which is good. Because I know you don't like going here. You're going to have to go to Brooklyn for this one. Uh, <laughs> come on. You're going to have to go to Brooklyn. Fuck. You're going to get... You don't like pumpkins, do you? I can tolerate. Uh, okay, that, that's a no. Um, there's a beer called Naranjito. Okay. Which translates into small orange. So Brooklyn Brewery makes a pale, American pale ale uh, with orange flavor. Mm. The ratings... Ratings vary. Um, I'll find... Actually, I'll see if I can find a place in Queens that might have it, and I want your opinion on that one. Okay. And then the third 
and final beer that I will recommend. Uh, you can probably find it here. Now, okay, the another question. Do you like bananas? No. You definitely don't like bananas? No. You don't like the flavor? You don't Nothing. eat them at all? No. Are you allergic? Hate them. No. Okay, hate them. Okay, so definitely not those. Okay. Um, what's another good one? I'm just scrolling through the shit I've had. Um, okay, so we got 1664. We got the Brooklyn one. I feel like I, ha- I would have had one. That you would have liked. And you don't like um, Heineken. No. Or what's the other, what's the second, um, I guess, if not uh, Blue Moon, what's your second? If I had to choose, uh, probably Corona. Okay. Um, I don't know if they serve this one here. But not the virus appears. The, yeah, Corona's virus doesn't affect Corona beers, guys. Good. I think it's worth uh, mentioning that to people. Say it louder. Coronavirus does not affect Corona beers. Because <laughs> you know someone's stupid enough to ask that out loud somewhere. Or the rest of doctor. Yeah, I, I don't have a... Actually, I don't have a third for you at the very moment. Cause, well, that's uh, fine. Those two oh, sound good enough. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Oh. This one's actually high. Ah. Um, Optimal Wit. It's Port City Brewing. Uh, 4.9. It's got a rating of 4.5 right now. That one's pretty good. I don't know why the fuck ah. I didn't just... <laughs> what, it sounds trash? Yeah, that name sounds like something Joe Rogan would promote, like in this, like mushroom tea or something. Yeah, if you if you have it with ayahuasca, it's pretty good. <laughs> Um, you wanna you wanna make sure you're with someone who's gonna be nice, gonna watch over you. Um, who's into kettlebells as well? I'm with on it. Really good guys over there. They're fuck, they're fucking amazing. Um, after you eat a whole deer, I'll tell you what. I'll find you if you don't try one of the first two, because mm-hmm. the first two you can definitely find here. I'll bring a variety pack for you. The for first the two sounded good though. No, 1664 I had in Paris. Like okay. it's 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 a popular thing in Paris. Um, okay. There, I mean, if you had to equivalent it to something, I would say Blue Moon minus the orange. Okay, which is but fine. But it's but it's way crisper. It's way um, way more flavorful mm-hmm. and less bullshit. Nice. So if you can find a good clean fucking can or bottle, by all means, go for it. Oh my God! I think it might turn me into a beer man. There you go. My biggest fear. Hey man, you you you'll have to work the core more if you start drinking beer. I hate abs. Well, it's anno- tedious. And yes, it is tedious and annoying, but it is worth it because then you can drink all the beer you want, or yeah, eat then, all the food you want. Yeah, but then I'm just living to drink. Is that the purpose of life? Wait, living to drink? Yes, it is. You live to eat, don't you? Well, yeah. You know what compliments a fucking steak better than wine? Uh, beer. A fucking beer. Uh, there you go. All right, Frenchie. Pass the aioli. <laughs> Merci. Beaucoup. Au revoir. <laughs>